Hi guys, and welcome back to the Gather and Grow podcast. My name is Libby Robinson, and I'm your host, and I'm so, so excited to be recording this episode of the podcast because today on the podcast, we have um, artist and missionary Lyndon Height joining us. I'm super excited to have her, so thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, of course. I'm so honored. I love the opportunity, and I'm super excited for what we're going to talk about. Yeah, for sure. So um, just a little bit to start, um, would you tell us a little bit about yourself for the people who are listening so they know who you are? Yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Lyndon. I am 19 years old currently. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I don't know. I just don't really do a whole lot of super huge important things. I just sort of love the Lord and have a lot of really cool things and he has given me a lot of cool opportunities to do missions and to speak to people and be on podcasts like this and um yeah so I am probably most well known for my like social media Instagram account that kind of stuff yeah I graduated high school took a gap year currently just working and yeah, that's sort of where I am right now. Awesome. So um, the one thing that I wanted to like bring you on the podcast to talk about is um, you said you took a gap year, and I think you were doing you were doing missions for a lot of that. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to have you like talk about what that looked like, um, and like some things that you learned through that, where you went, anything anything you want to share? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I did a trip with Youth with a Mission. Um, it's shortened to YWAM. And I did. Oh, that's what that stands mm-hmm. for. I never knew. Yeah. Okay. YWAM, Youth <laughs> with the Mission, same thing. So it is the biggest missions organization worldwide. Um, they have bases in just about every country that you can think of. Um, so you do, most of them are six month long programs. So three months are spent training, and then three months are spent actually on the field, like on outreach. And um, something that's really like founded into their theology is to have missionaries that are actually trained before they go out into the field so that um, their heart aligns with the heart of God, you know, and and that takes a lot of time to tune in, um, which I don't think many people think about when they're going out for overseas missions and also just everyday missions. It takes, like, missions is the heart of God, but if you don't really have the heart of God before you go out, Mm. it can be really hard to do effective work for the kingdom. And so I spent three years not years, man, that would be forever. <laughs> I spent three months in Perth, Australia, on oh, the West wow. Coast. Um, and then I did my outreach in Singapore, Malaysia, Ethiopia, Togo, and Ghana in wow. Africa. That's yeah. so neat. Yeah, wow. it was so crazy. That's so cool. So mm-hmm. what were some of the like, main things that God taught you or that you saw just like the goodness of God through while you were there? Oh, man, so many things. Um, I think... The number one thing is just how unqualified you actually can be to be used by God. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I always, um, I always struggled with school really bad, and so I, I always thought that in order to do bigger things, I had to like graduate high school, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. Long story short, um, but I thought I had to have a certain amount of followers, or a certain amount yeah. of influence, or a certain amount of like eloquency with my words mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I just realized like man God uses the weirdest things Mm. about us you know like I love playing Simon Says and I (laughs) completely did not know that and then on outreach for three months like I was the Simon Says girl for every single (laughs) village we went to and every like 
it, and it brought so much revival to mm -hmm. these kids. And then seeing the kids joyful with a person that doesn't look like them, then the parents ask questions, and then yeah. the parents get saved, and then the whole family gets saved, and then mm -hmm. like the Lord lights a fire in that village, and that's what kept happening yeah. from village to village. Is that like me and my team got this amazing opportunity to just like obey the Lord and say like God, what do you, what do you want to say right now? Mm -hmm. And through that like submission, He lit a fire, and so I think. That's something incredible. that he broke my heart for the most is like it's actually the easiest thing in the world to be used by God mm. as long as you're willing mm. to like yeah. surrender what you think being used by God looks like because a lot of people are used by God and are speaking on stages or like I'm speaking on a podcast right now yeah. which is crazy and that's influential and beautiful how the Lord uses that but that's not just you know, how the Lord uses people. He yeah. uses small conversations and smiles and winks and giving a homeless man money or yeah. food or just encouraging your friends or praying for your parents or, I don't know, sitting with someone at school. Like, he uses all of those small things. And yeah, so sure. I think it starts with people um, saying, like, God, use me in the places that mm. are dark that no one else is going to see. And I could die one day and no one else would know that mm. I did that thing. Yeah. But I'm still going to do it because it's for you and you're asking mm. me to. You know? mm. That's really good. Yeah. And I think that kind of answers a little bit of the next question that I was going to ask you is, like, how does missions look on, on a day-to-day -day basis? And, like, how does that look like for you specifically, mm. I guess? For sure. That's such a great question. I think so many people think they need to go overseas yeah. or be in a crazy country and be surrounded by people that look completely different than them yeah. and that's so stereo stereotypical yeah. and yeah. that's just so such a closed-minded way of thinking that I've thought for so long too that the Lord's been so kind to be like shake me out of mm. that and really change my perspective but um, man day-to-day -day missions is so so important like every single country has some kind of spiritual stronghold yeah. over it um, which I didn't realize but like this country in Africa Togo the spiritual stronghold there is fear and mm -hmm. so um, they worship ancestors because they're afraid that like these spirits are gonna come back and attack mm -hmm. them yeah. and it's so complicated but it's crazy when you go there like I felt more afraid of anything that I ever mm -hmm. have like weird irrational things and I didn't realize that that was what happened. That was what was happening, but yeah, yeah. it was. And then coming back to America, I realized so much of the stronghold here is just like perfectionism mm. and loneliness and um, temptation. All of these really like underlying fears. The number yeah. one thing I think is just complacency. Like people go about their everyday lives with their heads down, and so I think that the first thing is to like recognize where those strongholds are you know in your school like loneliness is probably a yeah. huge one and um, perfectionism and um, comparison is a huge thing in schools and so first like recognize what that is day to day like yeah. what could people be struggling with around you what are you struggling with because there are people around you that are struggling with the same thing that are waiting for someone to speak up and yeah. say it um, and then like what would you do like if you were someone else to yourself like which is so confusing let me explain like <laughs> basically like 
be the kind of friend that you want to have. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. If you're waiting for someone to give you a piece of advice or to post something on Instagram or to be vulnerable or to be real, like be that person mm, yeah. for other people and um, go into every day praying like, Lord, actually like bring someone into my mind mm. that needs a word or, and there are so many times people I feel like hold back from introducing themselves or for praying for people on the street or whatever because they don't know what to say mm. but in almost every single instance that I've ever seen revival I've ever like seen someone get saved seen someone get healed with my own eyes like all of these beautiful moments in prayer it's like I just sort of like hold someone's hand yeah and just like blabber mouth like <laughs> just sort of start ranting I, I literally don't even remember the words that I use but um, I think that's the best thing about missions is that it's not about qualification. Yeah. It's about obedience. Mm. And so it's really good. If we could just wake up every morning and go to sleep every night and say, God, like, just teach me today how to be more obedient to what yeah. you're saying and what you're speaking. Um, he will definitely use that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think kind of everything you're saying is kind of answering like all the little <laughs> questions I had written down. But specifically for high school girls who are listening what would you what advice would you give them if they're wanting to get into like overseas missions yeah for sure I think that um actually I I was a missionary when I was in high school and went on like little one week trips and stuff and I realized through being like a long-term ish missionary how many missionaries are on the field that actually just need support like they don't even really need other people there yeah um and as I was sort of saying before I think obedience looks like what are you doing in the dark instead of on a stage and so like maybe being a missionary means supporting other missionaries and going to college going to school doing whatever you're doing in America but funding people in Africa funding people across the country across the nation and across the world and I think that brings so much revival and so much good to the kingdom, yeah. you know, because those people are trained and those people exactly, yeah. um, are accustomed to those things. And so instead of spending $5,000 for you to go for a week, yeah. like actually ask God, what does it look like for me to surrender that money and fundraise mm-hmm. for someone else to go? You know, Seems, that's, yeah, that's what there? Jesus yeah. did. Jesus laid down himself in order for other mm-hmm. people to have that. And so I think like, if there's something hindering you from going out of seas, like just practice supporting people. Practice yeah. put five dollars aside every week and give it to a missionary. And if you don't know someone, like message me, let me know. I have so many friends yeah. that are struggling with finances and relying on the Lord. And like God uses people. Like people are God's vehicle hmm. for miracles. And for so sure. I think if you can't go yourself, like just be a part of it that's that's happening in the nations through funding and through prayer and through Mm. intercession. If you don't have money, just pray for people and pray for nations that are on your heart and revival comes with that. Like the Lord uses those prayers. Um, But if the Lord's saying somewhere crazy, like pray into it. And, And like my sister spent three months in Iran and Iraq oh, wow. when she was 17 because God just said to go and yeah. she like worked in a refugee camp and saw a revival and saw like people got in knife fights and crazy crazy wow. things happened but like the spirit of the Lord was there and so there was this mm-hmm. bubble of safety and security around her and so if the Lord is calling you into a crazy country or crazy calling like you are not too young and you are not too far away or 
confused or whatever that looks like because if he's gonna do it for his glory, then it needs to be in his timing mm, and in his way so and the place that he's calling you into. And so again, it just looks like obedience, yeah. you know, and listening to the Lord mm. instead of to other people's opinions or um, social media yeah. or that kind of stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the one question I always ask guests on the podcast is what advice would you give to yourself in high school or to girls who are in high school now? Or like, if you could go back in time to high school Linden and be like, this is what you need to hear, what would you tell yourself? Um, I think that I would tell myself so much. This is a great <laughs> question to ask. But I think um, you can never be lonely when you're one with the heart of God. Mm. And I think there was so much performance-based, like, things that I did for people or ways that I would, I would go to church, I would spend time with people and I would post things and it was, it was just for performance. Yeah. And I felt this exchange of, if I do this, then I receive this kind of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as, like, you, you're never really gonna hear God's voice unless you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes listening seems like an inaction, you know, yeah. like when you're not doing something else, you're listening. Yeah. But to look at listening as an action and say, I choose to listen, like I choose to set aside time mm. to sit and not do anything and not surround myself with any other noise. And first thing in the morning, last thing before bed, or like if that's not convenient, set 10 minutes aside and like get to school yeah. early for 10 minutes or whatever that looks like. But I just saw so much um, growth in my emotional health, my mental health, my faith, my time with my parents to actually take intentional time to recharge by myself and um, just let God identify me, yeah. you know, instead of seeking the voices of so many other people. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast a lot. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope that um, you guys listening that the Lord is able to speak through Lyndon to you. I know that a lot of those things that she said were that you said were like really powerful to to me as well. So I'm, I know that God is going to use that for sure. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast, and thank you so much, Lyndon, for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate of it. course. Thank you.